Good morning, gentlemen. Welcome back to the Being Husband podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan West, bringing you guys another episode here, telling you all thank you again so much for being a part of what it is we're doing. Guys, it is a tall, mighty tall order to be a man But if there was ever a time that we need strong leaders in our communities, present fathers to our children and loving husbands to our wives, it's today. Wouldn't you agree? With that said, guys, I want to just go over briefly in this podcast and I'm doing it while I'm on the road because I wanted to go over the takeaways that we got from yesterday's focus group. Guys, it was a really good time. It was something that was really enriching for me because I got to hear from uh, two gentlemen that listened to the podcast on a consistent basis physically, and there were several of you that joined us online yesterday, so I want to say thank you again for that. The thing that I took away, or I'll say two things that I took away, number one was that I'm not the only guy that struggles with kind of a yes man, messiah complex, super nice Uh, syndrome. There are several men that go through this and I think that we do it because we think that's the way that we serve our wives or that's the way that we serve people in our lives is to just do every single thing that they want us to do at the expense of doing things that we know that we need to do. So it was good because I think that that's something that we can continue to create content around because it sounds like it's a very real issue for more men than than just me. And so the plan is is to build up more things with that. Uh, it was it was interesting when we were having that conversation. Um, <laughs> Robert was the guy that was in there with me. Robert Bond, he's a friend of mine, and uh, he was on there or in the focus group with me. And he was just like, yeah, I'll just, when I do stuff, I'll kind of get this sense of pride, like this person owes me something or something to that effect. And it's funny because I was like, yeah, that's, that's totally me. I mean, and that's, that's not it. I mean, the, the reason that we serve is just to do it, not as a bargaining tool or some sort of leverage against people that may be how the you know some business world works or anything like that but that's not the way that relationships especially in the home are intended to work Uh, if if you are wanting you know that to be the case I scratch your I scratch your back you scratch mine uh, then you probably need a business partner not a wife But in any case, that's the deal with that. So that's the first key takeaway that I took away. A second key takeaway that we took away was we need community with men. We need groups of guys that are going to be having these conversations physically. Guys, it's it's not enough that we just consume information. It's not enough that we sit in church and get a good word. It's not enough that we read books and all those things are good things, but we have to move past consuming information and producing in ourselves and hopefully in the lives of other men. Ultimately, we're not in charge of totally transforming men or raising um, men up, but but in, in a sense, we kind of push the envelope. 
and we have to move past just you know listening to a podcast and and writing some notes and and maybe talking about it briefly we need to be involved in intentional community so one of the things that we talked about was the need for men to be shoulder to shoulder the need for us to have those critical conversations the need for us to actually develop friendships and brotherhood and so that's one of the things that has always been on my mind because one of the fears that I have with the podcast as it grows and uh, becomes something a little bit bigger over time is that it will start to become what I believe mega churches have become. And it, no disrespect to mega churches, I think that they have their place. But the difficult part is that there is a there's a face that men and women put on when they're at church. And so mega, you know, mega church's response to that was, well, we'll just we'll create small groups and then it'll be more intimate community. But the the problem with that is, is that that face that you've continued at church is also manifest with your church small group because these are more people from your church. And so you have to, again, uh, participate in pretending that everything is okay and nothing's going wrong and that you've got it all together. And so where I think being husband comes in is that we can be a little bit more grassroots. We can be a little bit more decentralized in a way, kind of scrappy to use uh, somebody else's word, to use, uh, I think it was Kyle Thompson that said that. Uh, But Kyle Thompson of Undaunted Life, I interviewed him on a podcast. So if you guys want to listen to that, it's an undaunted theology with Kyle Thompson. Really, really great podcast really great dude his podcast is called undaunted.life that's Kyle Thompson he's really great but he said that the church has to go back to being kind of scrappy and I think that that's that same is true with what he's doing and the same is true with what BH I think needs to get into is creating small groups of guys uh, all across the nation all across the world however we can make that happen and getting them to have these critical conversations, maybe get into some, you know, some wrestling matches on the ground to kind of encourage some healthy competition. Because I think that what I've read is that men work best whenever they do an activity together, whenever they struggle together towards some expected goal, and then open up and have dialogue and conversation. So with all that said, guys, I'm going to be working really hard to develop AOVAL content that's going to be able to concentrate on us doing good and doing the right thing not for the sake of getting something back but for the sake of doing what's right and embodying the truth of what we want joe is i want to quickly make a brief aside joe pushed back whenever we were having these questions just kind of i guess playing devil's advocate in a way joe mankowski I've had him on a podcast as well. Podcast episode was How a Husband Handles His Working Wife. Really great podcast, really interesting one. Joe's a great friend of mine. Uh, but he acted as moderator yesterday. And so he pushed back on what Robert and I were talking about with being, you know, a servant leader and, and being kind towards our wife and not expecting anything in return. And Joe pushed back and he said, Well, you know, some people, you know, believe that marriages need to be 50-50 or both need to be coming 100. How do you balance doing what is right and also calling your wife to a higher standard over time? 
And I told Joe that I believe that you have to embody that truth. Whatever it is that you want your wife to do, whatever it is that you want the people around you to become, you have to embody that in yourself. You know, it, there's, there's a quote that my dad used to always say that people more attention pay to what you do than what you say. And I think that that's true. I mean, it's one thing to say, you know, we need to make sure that we're, you know, being more uh, clean around the house. So we need to make sure that we're doing more uh, weights and stuff, you know. And, and it's not going to come by you saying, all right, I went to the gym today. Now it's your time to go to the gym. Or, hey, I did the dishes today. And now it's your turn to do the dishes. It's, it's, it's not that. It's, it's going first. When you look at the nature of Jesus' relationship with us, his church, it's him going first, him dying first, him serving first. And as an act of love and as an act of true affection and devotion, the church responds to his rising up and his giving to us. And that's the nature of our relationship with our wives, guys, is that if it's going, if you, if you make this relationship, if we make this relationship a bargaining tool, a leverage opportunity, it will be just that. And it will be a business deal. And when the business deal does not serve either party, they will choose to get out. I want to say that one more time. If we treat our marriages and even our relationships with our friends as leverage opportunities strictly to see what we can get out of it when either party's not being served we will seek to get out so we have to view it not as a business opportunity but as a genuine relationship and an opportunity for us to give as an opportunity for us to produce in the relationship day in and day out and from that production and from that service and from bearing that responsibility of embodying the nature of Jesus Christ, when we take that on, I guarantee you, because I can speak from experience, there will be a response in your wife that will be one of love and affection to say, he does so much. He takes on so much. And here's a quick caveat. That's not to get praise, mind you. That's not why we do it. We don't do it to get praise. We also don't do it at the expense of doing other things that need getting done. We know when to say no, and we know when to say yes to things. But here's my point. We view this opportunity and take very seriously the quote that Jesus says, if any man should follow me, let him take up his cross, deny himself. And that is the nature of how we react and respond to our wives. And in turn, she will be lovingly accepting whatever it is that her little heart wants to give. <laughs> because that's how we are to Jesus. We give, he gave his life first. And in response to that, not again, not as a 
a work. But as a loving response to that, we give our lives to him. The same is true in your marriage. So go first. Lay your life down. So that's the first point. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to do that caveat. That's the. I don't have any outlines right now. I'm driving to work right now. Uh, not to work. I'm driving to where I work because where I work has a gym. So I'm going off to do that. But anyway, first point is that I'm going to create more content that's going to help us step out of the uh, Messiah complex where we feel like we need to get something back from people and step into what I believe is, is, is true servant leadership, servant leadership that doesn't, uh, doesn't use it as a leverage opportunity. Second point is that I'm going to be developing content and a business strategy to be able to, gosh, get us to where we're decentralized and we're raising up brotherhoods all over the all over the place, wherever you're listening to this. So as I work on those things, I'm going to continue to put out podcasts weekly, every Monday. I'm going to be working on a series here pretty soon that I'm excited about. So stay tuned for our IG account. It will be on our being husband account. Sorry, I got distracted. Car sped by. Um, But yeah, stay tuned on our Instagram account. That's at being husband pod at being husband P.O.D. Uh, There'll be information coming out there on new content that we've got going on, new episodes that are going to be happening. So, guys, with that said, those are the takeaways that I got. I'm very, very excited uh, to continue to develop what it is that we're working here. And we'll have another focus group coming soon. So if you weren't able to make it to that one, uh, we will do another live stream here pretty soon. So if you're interested in giving me feedback uh, and the different information I need to make this thing useful to you and other men around you. Tune in and we will have another one. With that said, you guys take care and build on.